This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Man Brewing, makers of craft beer in central Alberta. Say hi to Hans. He's on billboards. It's a big deal. Harmonious Gentlemen. Welcome to Harmonious Gentlemen. This is our 10th episode. It's a big one. A big anniversary for us here. Double I'm, anniversary, guys. Double yeah, digits. Ten years. Yeah, that's awesome. Ten, well, 10 episodes. I'm, uh, <laughs> I did say years. 10 years. I'm Tyler. I'm Chris. I'm Graham. And uh, we're doing things a little different this time. I introduced the, the podcast this time. You, you did a great job. You can tell it's a little bit... Yeah. We're a little bit off, but... Yeah, it, it, like we could record this again, um, <laughs> but I think let's just roll with but it. Why let's would keep we? it going. Yeah. So Graham, why don't you tell us uh, what we're doing tonight? So for our 10th episode, we thought it'd be fun to do um, not one topic, but sort of mini topics based on feedback. So we've had um, some emails, but like so many great conversations. That's my favorite part of the boat, about doing the podcast is uh, family and friends will talk about things and follow up. And that's been cool. So we're going to pick sort of, I think, three, four, maybe five short little things to just react to that people have asked us to talk about. Yeah. And we don't really think they warrant like a full episode. They might be sort of smaller topics. And uh, yeah, we'll just do that. We'll roll with it. We'll just kind of be a little more spontaneous um, and just sort of try and get to uh, as many things as we can uh, quickly. Yeah. That sound about right? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, it's, it is really great to have those conversations with people about the podcast. And it's also fun to receive emails. I want to let you guys know that we did receive one this week. Oh, great. In fact, last night. All right. Um, and it was sent actually while the podcast was still playing. And the reason I know that mm. is because it was from my lovely wife, Shanna. Oh, and is that her name? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> and uh, here's how it goes. Uh, after my confession, which was that I didn't get a microphone for Christmas, she uh, emailed this to the Harmonious Gentleman. In my defense, I looked into buying the SM867 or whatever it's called very early on in the holiday season. And it was proving to be very tricky trying to decide what to order. So I told Chris to buy his own damn microphone. <laughs> <laughs> signed the wife, which apparently oh. she signed it that way because I have never said her name in the podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, that's her name. Now. Even though I usually call her the wife, uh, her name is Shannon. We want to protect our loved ones from our fame, though. We don't want them to be bombarded. Like right. if, if people know who they are in like the supermarket, like you're not going to get anything done. Agreed. And yeah, that's what I was thinking here the already. Time. Time. Just following me around. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Thanks for that feedback, dear. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Shanna. That was great. Um, yeah. So we might as well just maybe do our recommendations real quick um, after the break. And then we will, yeah, we'll introduce the topics later. We have some emails to read and we'll introduce the topics as we go. How about yeah, that? That yeah, sounds great. Sounds good. All right. This is the part of the podcast where we recommend things. And if I think back to my nine previous recommendations, they've always been kind of pop cultural references. Mm -hmm. So uh, tonight I thought it would be good to talk about something local, something that mm -hmm. everybody would maybe have access to and maybe they haven't tried before. So yeah. except for our like international listeners. Yes. Sorry. This is. Yes. And we where's skip our ahead about two minutes here. Big international hub of listeners. Yeah. Was there uh, one we have country like San Jose or yeah oh. in San Jose? Okay. Um, hello to Jeff in Croatia. Yeah, nice. We've got some European listens, but I kind of think it's just students using VPNs. Yeah, that's sort of what I, I think. don't think we have anybody. In oh, I see. But if we do, you know, hello. Okay. Well, and when you, when you visit Central Alberta, you can 
Yeah. That's right. All three of our recommendations are going to be related to local business. So when you do visit, you're going to have to check out Phil's Diner, which is kind of a Red Deer original, uh, down by the Waskasu Creek. And my favorite thing there is the shredded hash browns. So I'm highly recommending uh, the Phil's Grill, mixed grill, and make sure you get the shredded hash browns. Have you had the chunky ones? Like, have you tried? I haven't even tried because I know how good the shredded Mm, ones are. Yeah. Mm. Okay. That's fair. So Phil's. Phil's. And a shout out to Jesse B. It's his 40th birthday today. And that's, that was kind of his recommendation too. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks, Jesse. Happy birthday. Good job, Jesse. Nice. Um, My recommendation is a downtown business in Red Deer called Alta. And they have, uh, it's like a clothing store locally owned. And um, it's just awesome. Awesome brands. Super nice uh, owner. Um, Whenever I take my kid there, he distracts him for me. He gives him stickers. So that's taken care of. And yeah, really, really good stuff. Just bought a a pair of uh, pants there, guys. A little bit of information for you. New pants from Alta. New pants. I wore them on Friday and I felt like a million bucks. I was Did they cost around. a million bucks? Almost. Yeah. Oh. They're, they're definitely... Uh, <laughs> That's what happens when you shop local. <laughs> kind of like once a year, I like to go and like splurge on some yeah. higher quality stuff, you know, and then That's it's sweet. back to H- H&M or something the next week. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but anyway, Alta's sweet. So nice. yeah, hats, Alta. shoes, socks, anything. It's awesome. Alta. Cool. Well, I'm a, I'm a bit of a coffee snob, so I'm going to go for a, a coffee recommendation and I'm going to go with Maker House Coffee. Yeah. They roast coffee right here in central Alberta. Um, I'm friends with both the guys who are doing most of the roasting. It's a small company. It started pretty pretty recently, kind mm. of within the year. Yep. And their coffee is legit. It's good. It yeah. is legit. Yeah. Um, which I roast just, do you prefer? Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, each, oh, of their, each of their roasts is named after where the beans are sourced from. That and makes uh, sense. The Ethiopia... Be confusing if not. <laughs> it was like <laughs> some weird exercise. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ethiopia. It's kind of a medium roast, but kind of on the lighter side. Very tasty. Go for breakfast, go clothes shopping and have a coffee. It's all there. By the way, these aren't new sponsors. We just love these businesses. This is not their next season sponsor. They don't even know we're saying this yet. Hopefully they do though. Well, yeah, that's right. When they listen. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so Ty, should we get ready here? Yeah. Our next, uh, I guess our topics for tonight are going to be all based on listener feedback and recommendations. And we're going to start with a pretty common thing we hear that uh, will kind of set us up for the rest of uh, rest of the topics. Yeah, a lot of people say this. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what it is? Hmm. Coming up, I have no idea. All right. So recently, um, when I talked to people about the podcast. Um, which is actually really exciting, by the way, just to, when anyone mentions they've listened to the podcast, it's when it's other people feeling. bring it up. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. so <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Right. It's so great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, one common, uh, piece of feedback I've been getting recently is that people wish we would be, I've, I've even, I've heard this be less harmonious, mm. which is interesting. Mm. Um, but also just that some people wish they knew exactly what we were thinking on some of the topics that we've brought up. Right. Um, or that we were more specific about our opinion. Right. Yeah. Beliefs. Like be yeah. a little more. Um, yeah. And I don't know if they mean be less harmonious, but, or they just mean less, uh, I guess, uh, careful with the way we speak about things, which yeah. that's kind of a, it's tricky because we want to be harmonious. Yeah. You do have to be sensitive and you need to be mm-hmm. aware of that. But yeah. I also kind of get why people would want a little more action, a little more 
controversy. Sure. Or, yeah. So what do you guys think about that? Well, there's sort of, sort of I, I think of that in two ways. Like one way, uh, opinion-wise, we don't differ a lot on certain things. So that would maybe not be as conducive to those kinds of arguments or those respectful disagreements. Right. And then the other half of it is how honest are we being in those moments about, right. about you know, um, controversial things. So there's sort of two parts. The one part, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll just pick topics that we disagree on more in the future if we can, perhaps. Yeah. The other side is some topics I don't have an opinion. Like we talked about, yeah. we talked about hell. Like I don't, the discussion was, I don't know, you know, like I, I, I love talking about it cause I don't know. Yeah. Um, but other times also, like I think it's, I'm trying to be as respectful as possible. And I, I think there's some subtext and you can read between the lines. I think, yeah, I think and, so too. Um, yeah. but well, I, but we I, can, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I'm not of, defending that feedback. Like I, no. I, I think there's, I think it's very, um, pertinent and we should think about it. Yeah. And I think yeah. when we are talking about how we want to present this podcast, we also want to model talking about difficult topics in a way that doesn't just end a conversation by saying this, you know, this is what I think and you can't change my mind or, right. um, I, I want to hear what you have to say or what other people are talking about and then chip mm-hmm. in a little bit, but yeah. leave it as kind of an open-ended conversation. So that's yeah. how I think of harmonious. Not that we always agree necessarily, but that we can talk about things. Yeah. Right. Any, and, anything. And then hopefully I hope that people listen to us and then continue the conversation on their own. Yeah. Right. Like with us or with yeah. the people around them. Right. So, yeah. But I also agree. Like, I think it would be kind of fun to get like to have to work at it a little bit. Right. right. Like to, to, to talk about something where we have to consciously try to remain harmonious. Right. Right. But which hopefully will happen. Like we, we do talk about that. We, we've taken that to heart yeah. and, um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Like the gloves are off for this episode. I can't <laughs> wait. You guys are. Yeah. I, I said the word like pertinent earlier. Did that make sense? What is, what I don't is, know what it means. Yeah. yeah I've never heard is of it. Is it even before. a word? Okay. I didn't notice it was out of context. So I said it earlier and I, 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 it popped in my head like I, it made sense. So, um, let us know if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. Per- I'm sure it did. So yeah, that's, I, I, that is common feedback. And so we will take it to heart mm-hmm. and we'll, uh, yeah, going forward, be thinking about that. Okay. Perfect. Let's move on to another specific listener feedback. And this has to do with, you have to wait and see. All right. We had um, a listener give us a bunch of ideas recently um, that were fantastic and we love the email. And one of her, uh, Jenea is her name. So thanks, Jenea. One of them was personality tests. If you guys have taken them, if you find them helpful or interesting, I'm not sure. I just find them intriguing. So we decided that the harmonious gentlemen would each take the same personality test on the way to the show and then share with each other what we got and see what we think. Um, I have my own opinions, but let's save that for a moment and talk about right. our personality results. Ooh, Chris, who are you? Oh, well, it depends because I was so excited about this that I took the Enneagram test twice from two different sources. Um, wow. One of them identified me as number two, the helper. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. other told me I was number seven, the enthusiast. enthusiast and then, but a very close number two, the helper as second. Okay. So, so we're going to call you number two. Okay. That's where I came out as the <laughs> helper. Number two. You're this, the You're number the two. Big, <laughs> so what does two. it say about you as a helper? Like, did you, did you feel like it nailed you? Did it cut to the core of your being? No, I, I mean, not really. And I think maybe some of the, 
Well, actually, I was kind of, I, I saw myself in a lot of the You sent the us comments. a message that said, it's actually amazing how accurate this is. <laughs> <laughs> actually. Okay. So that is sort of true. And when I did a little more reading about it, I, I noticed that some people have taken this very seriously, written lots of books right. and all of that. And I have not done any of that kind of research. But um, one of the things that uh, one writer pointed out was that by labeling you in one category, it can point out what you'd be good at, what would um, frustrate you, what kind of people uh, would be good to have supporting you. And when I read through that stuff, it was, yeah, it, it nailed me. <laughs> Tyler, well, what about you? Well, maybe this will explain why we have less harm or uh, it's, we're so harmonious because I'm uh, number two, the helper. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. And second place, type seven, the enthusiast. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like my, I, when I see the results, I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But it's also like, I, of course it's going to make sense. Right. Like when you're taking the test, like you, it's, mm -hmm. yeah, like you're, you shouldn't be surprised by the results because you see the questions and you're picking what, well, and right. how, how, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like how everyone's picking it with some element of like, I know what I want to be and I know what I am. Right. So yeah. like the results are accurate, but it's, but so I don't know what the point of it is really. Like it's, it's never really, hopefully it's not really a surprise. Like, yeah, but, right. I never thought I of you know. as a helper in any way. <laughs> whatsoever. Surprise, it wasn't a surprise to Ty. Maybe it surprised you, Graham. I took the test and. Um, <laughs> Which is a big step for you yeah. to be. And if anyone knows me, they know me as an enthusiast. So I got seven, the enthusiast. Whoa. And my second, I, I wasn't uh, number two at all. You guys are the number two. Okay. I was actually number one reformer. Mm, nice. Which um, means I'm realistic, conscientious, and principled. Uh, that sounds cool. But the enthusiast, uh, yeah. So I know there's all kinds of different tests, and some are probably longer and more thorough than this one. Um I just don't see myself in this at all. Um, but, but maybe, it, maybe it speaks to truth that I don't want to deal with. Maybe, okay. Maybe myself, my deeper self is, is present. I don't know. But in general, do you take much stock in personality tests? Um, no, <laughs> I'm kind of with Tyler. I don't really understand the point. And if you get something from it, great. I don't, I don't really understand why it, to me, when I read these results, it sort of sounds like a horoscope where they design them in a way that like it can kind of fit anybody. You right. know, and that might be totally unfair. And or there's it is, parts of it that everyone wants for themselves yeah, to a certain like degree. You have strong ideals. <laughs> like, no, I don't, I don't have strong <laughs> ideals. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. So that's, yeah, I'm unconvinced. Um, hey, send me, send me an email as to why I'm wrong and to what test I really Come should do. Come at me, bro. That's well, what you should be saying. I have some friends saying. who, who like, who love these and, and, and put a lot of stock in them. And, and so I could be totally wrong. I just don't really get them. Well, I think there, there's like an element of fun to doing them or they're like, I've done kind of so many now for different things that they're not as fun anymore. But when we first did one, like as a couple or like with a group of friends, like, yeah, it's kind of fun. And then we just compare and laugh when it's like, yeah, that's totally you. Yeah, that's, yeah. But I don't get, I wouldn't make any big decisions based on. Which number is the no, skeptic? I, hmm? The skeptic. Hold on. That's what I wanted to be. <laughs> Heidi, <laughs> right. Heidi, can you email the show if you think that I have the guts to take risks and try new exciting adventures? If you think that's me, then maybe I'm wrong. But uh, But you're outspoken and outrageous. I am outrageous. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't complete things that I start. Ooh, that one kind of hurts. There are a lot of these, right? Like there's the Myers-Briggs test and the true colors and the like and corporations and they people like doing this. Even things like the love languages to couples get in on this just to right. see if they're compatible and so you can put too much faith in these and you know, instead of making choices and living out <laughs> the decisions you should be making, just, you're saying, well, I'm not compatible with you because you're number three. I just yeah. feel like it's, it tells you stuff you already know. Like, yeah. Right. Like it, it can, the same thing if, if you know if you're compatible with someone cause they're, um, yeah, like whatever characteristic you're not compatible with, you don't need a test to tell you that. Yeah. Right. Like, but maybe that's how you find out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Boy. We should have all gotten like the cynic. Which one is that? <laughs> Number no, 11, I'm not the too cynic. cynical. I kind of, some of it I find like, oh, that's interesting. The, like what will you what, use it what for? What value does like it what? actually give? Right. It gave like us when a people say, podcast. oh, you're totally a green. Right. Like I, I don't know what, first you of all, are I don't know what that means. Dude. You're big time green. No, yeah. I'd say you're actually more blue. I don't even know what that yeah. color one is, but yeah. Okay, cool. Well, now that we've, Thanks, Jenea, for the suggestion. Uh, I, I, I kind of enjoyed doing it, but at the end I thought like, huh, all right. So what? Cool. All right, let's go to our next topic from listeners. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. So we've got a loyal listener in a guy named Nathan. And, uh, Nathan, he's, great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, he sent us a couple emails. Most recently, um, he actually gave us a recommendation for a movie called The Quiet Place. Is it called A Quiet Place, maybe, or is it The A Quiet Place? Okay. Um, it's cool. got Jim Halpert in it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's actually his legal name now, I think. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. changed it. Which was, uh, I had to get over that at first, but I, I've watched it actually, Nathan. And Mary and, Poppins in there too? Oh, I haven't seen Mary Poppins, so I don't know. Oh. But, anyways, um, Quiet Places, it was good. It was a good recommendation. It was a little too scary for me, if I'm being honest. But you watched the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. Okay. I don't usually watch uh, horror. I don't even know. It's is it kind horror? of borderline horror movie, thriller. Compare it to like an old movie well, that maybe we've Well, initially I compared it to Signs, which oh, is one of my scary. favorite movies, yeah, but it was that, quite scary. That scared that. But then by the end, it's it's more of a, it's more horror than than Signs for sure. Um, oh. Lots right. of jump scares. Lots of like, the, it's just as a family man, like where this guy's trying to protect his family the whole time. It, it got to me it a bit. It so more scary. Yeah. it was a good recommendation. Like, yeah, but it was maybe a little scary for me. Okay. So Nathan, take it easy on, on uh, Tyler here. Okay. Maybe an animated yeah. family sure. film next time. Pixar's whatever. <laughs> what yeah. else did he say? Um, well, earlier on, I'll read this email. He sent this a little, um, earlier on it says so I'm slightly addicted to your guys podcast nice, and I was nice. wondering your thoughts on vaping Ooh, and more what, addiction. Are, what are the pros and cons is it too early to tell what it is and just pour general thoughts on it keep up the awesome work <laughs> so guys pour okay. some general thoughts on it yeah well the pros and cons I th- as far as I knew I, I always like well pros I, I just thought for years it was just a way to help people stop smoking so it was a way to get that nicotine fix without all the tar and chemicals of the of the cigarettes so it was easier on your lungs so like the e-cigarette that was that's the point of it yeah that's that's we're, kind of what I always thought sucking on a burning thing right and and I guess unbeknownst to me in my raising small children I didn't realize that it was becoming kind of a cool thing that that teenagers are starting to do a lot mm-hmm. and this last few weeks it, it's I think it's way more prevalent than than we think actually 
amongst the youth. And now it's becoming like, it's not smoking, it's vaping. You just vape. Um, right. Yeah. I, I do have a problem with the cool factor. Like, it doesn't look cool at all. Objectively, it doesn't seem to be to me. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no. Um, okay, and so it's addictive. So, so I think that from I, I've asked people about it and I and, and read about it. Like some of some of it, you know, you don't need nicotine, but I think most, especially young people that do it, use have nicotine. Um, the flavored, you know, mango so an, flavored juices yeah, they put yeah. in there, and it's got nicotine in it as well. Yeah. Well, it, a lot. One problem I have with it is the the marketing of it. Um, yeah. Right. Because, and I have the same thoughts as you, like it seemed at, at first kind of like a good idea to help people quit smoking. Um, but now it seems, I think you actually said this Graham, so I won't take credit for it, but, um, that it seems kind of like the tobacco cigarette companies could be the ones behind all this, right? right. Like, um, it's just catching a new generation, getting them yeah. smoking, um, kind of ahead of any legislation, right? right. Like they're allowed to advertise it. They're allowed to make it colorful. Yeah. You have to hide all the cigarettes, yeah. but you, you don't, what are the fruity ones? Uh, well, I, like I can't even go by like, like the prime times or, no. um, Colts that have cherry flavor anymore because those could be marketed to kids, but a kid could buy a, wait, you smoke cigars, fuzzy peach flavored <laughs> if like once a year, he's smoking one right now, man, but it's, I wish it was cherry flavored. Yeah. But what's what are the, the kinds? There seems that inconsistency. Jewel, Jewel's Jewel, the kind of yeah, thing. Of like yeah. those, they have like built like a uh, little sandwich boards outside of corner yeah. stores. Yeah, like they're right there. Who's that for? Kids can see it. Yeah, yeah. Right, they're like colorful. It's, it's for kids. Yeah. Like, and actually, I don't know if I've ever seen an adult smoking an e-cigarette in my life. I've only seen kids smoking. Oh no! Drive around downtown. There's people oh, driving yeah. around there are. big okay. trucks. Oh yeah, yeah. You see, and it? I think Vaping. in their defense, like I think there are people using it. Yeah, to quit. Not and just people in big trucks. I shouldn't say just that, but I've noticed it a, little, yeah. a few times. <laughs> people in cars do it too. Um, but Ty, you're right. Like, it, like I think they came from a good place. I think some people do it. Like you know, maybe maybe it's helping them with their cigarette addiction. Who knows? Or my my, I'm scared that that people, young people, don't really understand that they're still getting themselves chemically addicted to something that's very 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 hard to break, mm-hmm. and they're going to be paying for it for years. And maybe it'll be a stepping stone to actual cigarettes again and we'll come full circle. Well, and like, I've talked right. to people who tried to quit smoking and one of the things they've said is the muscle memory just of like raising something to your mouth, you know, like it, when they quit smoking, they, they start eating hickory sticks or something because that, that motion, like mm-hmm. that's, that's training kids to smoke by giving them yeah. e-cigarettes or vapes. Yeah. Just and don't I think, do I think it. Like obviously the cigarette use amongst youth has, has plummeted since we've been kids, I think, I think it's coming yeah, down and it just time. sucks that this is like a new, like Tyler said, like, it's almost like these companies are like, Oh, Hey now, like here's a way to get yeah. them, get them hooked we again. Right. And we're allowed to advertise it. And, and, it's, and I guess and it, it makes sense for them that, yeah. But I just know that there's a lot of, a lot of youth that are into it and it's frustrating. It's, it's sad. I and maybe too early. Like I think Nathan's email mentioned that to know what the, besides the, could it lead to smoking? Yeah. The health effects of, Yeah inhaling the vapor does it does that hurt your lungs i don't even do we know that i doubt there's long-term studies because it's so recent but could be wrong right cool all right not a whole lot of controversial talk there just yeah we've i've learned a lot about it lately that i didn't know before and it it does worry me that it's kind of the cool thing right now and it's just basically a flavored way to get you addicted to nicotine basically yeah Hmm. all right next any more thoughts no, don't vape. Let's take a vape yeah, break. Don't vape, and then we'll... especially in the middle of my class. Not cool. Looks stupid. Yeah, not the, yeah. Probably Sorry, bad Ty. for you. 
So I've been uh, talked to you a few times about um, this Gillette commercial that came out this week. Um, they made an ad about like masculinity. And I had someone ask me this week to, to talk about uh, that in particular. And obviously it's about our modern sort of definition of masculinity, um, toxic masculinity where, you know, are yeah, we, lo- are we losing that, you know, yeah. or, 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 you know, anyway, it's a pretty huge issue these days. And um, so I thought we would just talk about the commercial maybe in this segment. Sure. We won't do a whole deep dive into masculinity as it is, but we'll just maybe react yeah. to the commercial. I've heard about the ad and the controversy, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, oh. I've only seen like the responses to it on oh. Twitter and stuff. Okay, we're going to pause. You guys are going to watch it, and then we're going to hit record as soon as you finish watching. Oh, boy. Okay, so you wow. don't get to think about it. All okay, right. If you haven't seen it out there, out. people, um, and you're curious, if you just go to YouTube, I'm sure it's easy to find the Gillette commercial. It's huge. It's trending, or at least it was a couple of days ago. So check it out. We're going to pause right now. Okay, so you just watched the ad Yeah. for the first time. First the big time. big controversial mm-hmm. ad. What do you think, guys? Like, is it controversial? I don't know. When I, Gillette has had this great ad campaign for years and years, the best a man can get. And this is kind of like on the heels of all that's been going on in the last year. Yeah. Um, we can do better, guys. I, I don't a, know. Yeah. A lot of people were pretty upset by it, though. Like a lot of fairly prominent people that I, I at least on Twitter and that world, um, they felt like right. their men were being attacked in general. Like, oh, okay. You know, um, but. Like they're attacking or like their own user base. picture of what men should be or... But like, are they, are they attacking Gillette for being like, why would you say anything negative about guys? Or are they attacking it for the message? Like, right. Like, are they just saying, oh, that's kind of a, like, why a are you getting move, involved? Gillette? Like just stay yeah. out of it and keep, yeah. yeah. Or are they actually disagreeing with the message of it? Because the message is, of it is like, here's a guy holding hands with his son or here's yeah, a, like, a guy, a kid stopping a teaching fight. Teaching your kid not to... <laughs> Like, oh yeah, terrible. I think there's, That's I think not there's masculine. A, a few reasons. I think there's this this idea, this reaction to it that like we're not letting men be men anymore. You know, we're sort of this new version of man is is not what it used to be, and you know that's not good. You know, and and I think that ties into this. Um, so that but, they're they're feeling attacked that way, maybe. I, mean, I think what they're saying is the new. Yeah, I I get what you said. There was it's this new version of man, but it's still, but that's better version of man in, in my, my yeah. opinion. Like we need to improve on the past. Right. Just keep doing things the way we've been doing them. I could yeah. see how like there is, this is kind of a time when there's questions about even the definitions of what like masculine and feminine are, where those seem to be like, you know, clear cut for thousands of years. And maybe now, yeah, we don't know what that is anymore, but I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't, but the, people seem to be making that comment. So maybe they're mm-hmm. thinking this is just adding fuel to that. Maybe. So you, you don't feel like destroying your Gillette razor and throwing it in the garbage and taking a picture on Twitter. Is that saying, happening? Yeah. 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 My Mach 5 is like, there's no other kind. That's what I'm going to use. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. This ad won't make me shave more often, but I, don't I know won't how be throwing many, it out. Yeah. How many people like actually reacted that way? I just remember when I sort of saw the initial feedback, it was like, I was very confused. I just right. didn't, I feel like you really got to be looking to be angry about something if, if that's going to make you mad. But I think that's where we're at a little bit too, mm-hmm. right? Where people are looking for a reason to be angry. So maybe this is just one of those. Maybe. Yeah. But if you, if you haven't watched the ad, you should YouTube and check out Gillette ad and it'll come up right away. 
I think it's good. I think men can be better. Totally. I don't, I don't feel offended. Do you feel offended by, do you feel like you're being attacked as a man? Your masculinity is being attacked by this? I mean. No, like those guys still got to barbecue. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They just like break up your kid when he's being a wiener. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, be a good dad. Keep teach That's your basically kid the message good was lessons. like be a good dad. Yeah, my my so only real issue with your dad son. is I get annoyed when like big companies, you know, like you make razors, and so like you know, it's this self righteous kind. Of, that's the vibe right. that I don't really like about it. Right, but that's not the that. message of the ad. It's just the, that's no. where we're at in advertising. You know, no. like sometimes you know yogurt commercials seem like you're gonna like your life's gonna be better forever because you eat yogurt. Like that's just branding. You know. Right. That is, right. that is what advertising is exactly. and does. So yeah. that's a part that I don't like, but you know, yeah. Well, and if yeah. anything um, has the power to influence your own view of your own, like mm-hmm. orientation, sexuality, or your comfortableness with your own masculinity or femininity, maybe that's what you should be worried about or checking into a little more. I don't know. Yeah. My judgmental final say is if you watch that and you're really mad, I would recommend looking inward a little bit as to why that bothers you so much. Well, this I, might be the thing that made us the least harmonious here. Like, yeah, the fact when you the fact that that makes people angry kind of makes me angry. Yeah. So, and I have a hard time to know how to. This is one where I'd have a hard time. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I'm missing something. Like, oh, yeah. Like maybe I need to hear the reason why it's. And actually, if if somebody listening saw it and like felt angry, then I'd love to hear why. Like, I, I actually would. I I have a hard time cutting through all these sort of like sensationalized Twitter nonsense and just like get to the core of the matter. Is it, is it truly, is there a side I'm missing here? Hmm. You know? So yeah. Maybe maybe we could go deeper into this another time. I think masculinity as a topic would be wonderful. I would love to go into that for sure. Yeah. Even just to define that term in our day and age, what does that actually mean? Mm -hmm. Is it Ron Swanson or is it Tyler Captain? Like, you know, which end of the spectrum are we at here? (laughs) (laughs) So next time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. For this segment, um, we're going to respond to some, a request to talk about Marie Kondo. I think I'm getting the the name correct. I have no idea. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty sure. As far as I know, um, she's a Japanese woman who's written books and has, now has a Netflix series about uh, tidying up and decluttering your home. Okay. So so people watch her show. Like lessons? Yeah, there's, watch there's her some decluttering. lessons. Um, I know a couple of the her, like, what do you call them, techniques, I guess, for decluttering. And one of them is to look at an object in your house yeah. and think, does this bring you joy? <laughs> and yeah. if the answer is no... Then you thank that object <laughs> and you get rid of it. So my three-year-old's body <laughs> brings me no joy. <laughs> Should I just get rid of it? Yeah. I'm just worried. Out. Is this causing like divorce rates to increase or? No, I've actually like for my marriage. Like you don't bring me joy. You got to go. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> well, thankfully my wife hasn't made it. anyway. My wife's still case. working yeah, on like uh, clothes in the kids' okay. room. But when she gets to like me, that might be a problem. When she has but... nothing else to get rid of. Does your cat bring you joy, Ty? No. Oh, oh can oh, I boy. do Mary Kondo my cat? Mary <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. Yeah, it's very selective. Well, your wife's taking it pretty so, seriously because we were here a couple of weeks ago. Mm. There was furniture, and this week we're sitting on milk crates. So, <laughs> right? No, yeah. like 
I actually appreciate like that my wife is doing the yeah. decluttering. Like I like that. I like having an organized house and I, I, so what are we talking like? Believe. She's got a box of stuff she got rid of or like a van full or no, like over it's been like a process, like over time. And I don't know how much Christy uses the techniques of Marie Kondo, but, yeah. but I don't think we should just talk about Krista. Like, I think it's a pretty big, <laughs> no, no, let's keep, like yeah. I first heard, like someone read a book a couple of years ago and then now there's, I've heard people talk about it. I've heard yeah. these different, there's YouTube things that are popping up, Instagram. Like it, it seems like a, a pretty popular thing that I'm on the fringe of. I, I've seen a few episodes of her Netflix show. Okay. Confess. So it's not necessarily even about usefulness. It's like, do I like you or not? Like this or not? Or yeah. is it like that show Hoarders? Yeah. The, the show on in. Netflix is kind yeah. of, yeah. But I don't think that's really how she started. Okay. Right. It's just how do you make a show without it feeling like a TLC thing, yeah. like about that without it being that way? Like where you, you have to go into someone's house that's cluttered in order to declutter it, right? But probably is the average but, house cluttered a little bit or? Yeah. I think so. I think are. everybody likes this. It's just like a, she's, the thing that I guess my, my one criticism of it would be that it feels kind of cultish. Like she's like this, this kind of mystical being. Like even her name, like Marie Kondo is, yeah, is kind of, and she, in the show, she has a translator there for her and like everyone's so happy when she, she comes in and she's so. But is she coming to like a house or is she speaking to like a. I think both. Like in the show, she comes into people's homes. Okay. Did she move the object with her mind? That's what I pictured. (laughs) Into a receptacle out in the front yard. I Like I really like decluttering, but I think the problem is I like getting rid of other people's stuff. Like my wife's stuff or my kids but i don't yeah. really usually want to get rid of my own my tip is just to buy a really small house you can't yeah, get much smart. in there anyway that's what you know although most of those hoarders episodes are little houses yeah tiny yeah. house hoarders edition yeah but okay so that's i don't know i i feel like the whole does it give you joy thing mm. have you limited. tried it by the way like with any of your stuff have you picked something up and not said really that? <laughs> like i i I mean, when I got rid of stuff before, I just thought, do I want this anymore? I'm looking around and, your house as we record this and I'm looking yeah. at like, do all these things bring you joy? And like, you have some nice stuff in here, so I don't blame it. Well, we were talking about books before. Like, oh yeah. Like, that's why Krista can't do the Marie Kondo stuff to my books because none of my books bring her joy. Right. right? But, Fair. But my books, all my books bring me joy. I do have a so, tough time with books. Like even though they're they kind of clutter and they they build you know they need space, I have a hard time throwing out or donating or whatever mm-hmm. books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I haven't read Dune yet, by the way. Well, pretty soon. Oh, Sorry, yeah. you gotta. I'm on book it's two. It's in there. It's really good. It's on one of my bookshelves, um, but it's organized by like color. Yeah, <laughs> so it's hard to find. Wait, that, is your cover orange? <laughs> That's what color mine is. I don't see it. That color it brings me joy. Okay, cool. I think we need to end this uh, segment with sure. you saying, Krista, I love you. Thank <laughs> you for decluttering our home. And yeah. The home looks amazing. It looks really like, good, Krista. It's obviously working. It. Yeah. I think our house will... Oh, never mind. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Guys, I think um, it's been fun talking about these little topics, sort of five little mini topics. Um, I've enjoyed it very much, but I think it's time to finish off the episode with... Well, you know what it is. It's Ooh. confession That's time. Right. So you okay. boys better better bring it. And uh, boy, I've got I've got one that's close to the heart tonight. I, mm-hmm. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. But the pain is good. 
Yeah. So here it comes. <laughs> All right, um, I'll kick off the confessions here. Um, I was watching a movie the other night. Uh, nice. It was uh, a quiet. <laughs> you don't <laughs> have to feel confession. bad about that. Uh, um, a quiet place or the quiet place, one or the other. Um, and it, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, it, it was it scared me quite a bit. But the premise of the movie is that there's these aliens or monsters or whatever that they can't see but they can hear. So. Um, the family and the story, they have to be really, really quiet in order to survive. Yeah. So once I finished the movie went, and it was late, it was after a hockey game. So it was late at night and I was, the house was fairly quiet. I snuck upstairs so quietly. Like I was, I was afraid for some reason <laughs> wow. I felt like the monsters were around. Yeah. I was like, I need to do this as quiet as possible. Yeah. My floor creaked. I stood still. I, Are you serious? Like, like, like I was, I was pretty scared. Like I, earlier oh. when I said that that movie was good, That's but how it impactful. scared me. It did, it did scare me. Like yeah. I, um, had I a had hard to time turn your mic way up tonight because you're just talking so <laughs> quiet the whole I know, time. We can't Dude. let them hear, but. Um, that reminds me of when I was a kid when I watched well, yeah, Terminator. What, like I was scared of like a, a Terminator around every corner. Like I'm just. You know, like like literally scared. And well, that's kind of why it's the, a confession because yeah. like it's something that I haven't experienced since I was a kid. Like yeah. when I watched Signs as a kid. And I lived in the country. Like I was terrified of oh, the fields man. at night. Like no kidding. But You're so now mean. I'm a 32 year old man sneaking around my house trying to be <laughs> quiet. Like it's a little embarrassing. But not just a little. Uh, we'll watch that, Chris. <laughs> hey, we'll watch that movie. I we'll, don't know now. We'll be fine. Signs. I had to like. This is a confession before my confession. I slept with my light on in the hallway after signs with my door open, and I was 27. <laughs> for a week that's, after that's, I feel better now <laughs> <laughs> it terrified me it is a scary movie well I might not be able to watch it you know what I think was the scariest thing when I was a kid was the show Unsolved Mysteries did you oh, ever I watch that show I that show I loved it and it, I think Amazon's like rebooting it or Netflix rebooting it but that original show it was spooky that theme song I was singing it to Heidi the night she didn't know what I was trying to sing but it yeah anyway I'm getting scared thinking about it okay thanks Ty good confession it was uh, my confession is uh, connected to last week. So, look, we have good listeners, um, but one listener in particular calls me out on things. My lovely wife, Heidi. And so she said, <laughs> she, she, she was listening uh, to our last episode and I, I think she liked it. But at one point she paused it and looked at me and went like, come on. So I have to confess that my recommendation last week was the book um, Merchants of Doubt. Yeah. And... Um, which you gave a glowing review which of. I, <laughs> I did say it was amazing. Uh, look, to, to, I didn't actually finish the book. Um, I've actually got it from the library twice now and not finished it either time. The oh, first time so I got about really halfway good. through. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard the author on a podcast and I've, I read enough to, 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 you know, that I knew that I liked it. I just, I didn't get through it. And uh-huh. It's a confession, guys. Like, I'm sorry. I, I'm pretty how, sure. Like, you'll how like it. far did you get through it? Uh, More uh, than half? No. 
was going to no. cut you a lot of slack if it was at least more than half. It wasn't more than half. And actually, I remember one of the quotes from the last podcast was, yeah. it has a lot of charts and <laughs> graphics. So if you're into that kind of thing. I just think it's important that you guys read it so you can tell me what you think. So you can tell me what it's uh-huh. about. Um, okay, let's come really clean. The first time I got it is when I read quite a lot. It's <laughs> like last, almost half. This last... <laughs> This last time I didn't pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) And Heidi clearly knew that. But hey, sometimes it's hard to think of recommendations and I just, it's, That's it, true. it's, it's well reviewed. What was and the I last think thing I read? What it's about is important, but hey, listeners, look, you know me, I'm going to come clean on this. Heidi, I'll come clean. I, I certainly did not finish the Ooh, book. Okay. So and, I, and I will vow to never give a recommendation on a book unless I finish the book. Wow. From this day forward. It's a big deal. That's All a right? big, okay. big vow. But Chris, I did read more of it than you've read Vonnegut. So <laughs> oh, there's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. <laughs> so that actually feels good to get off my chest. Okay. Ooh, good job. Boy. Heidi, thanks for holding them accountable. Um, I don't know if my rec- my um, recommendation, my... Well, my confession might turn into a recommendation for some of you if you don't already do this, but my guess is that a lot of you do too. I have my phone set up so that I receive notifications and they'll go to my home screen so that if I get a text or a um, alert, I can see it without showing the other person that I read it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have found that that has been quite helpful if I don't always want to get back to somebody right away. So is that a common thing? I don't know if maybe, I guess my confession is that I can sort of have my phone by me, but somebody wouldn't know and they've, do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I've I've been there. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of normal. Maybe everybody does it, but But then it, it does feel a little bit dishonest. Right. But everyone also knows that someone should get back to you. Oh, okay. Like everyone also is like, that's fair. Like why it's been like this guy doesn't look at his phone for two days. Like he's been like, retweeting <laughs> tweets no, all day, I, but yeah. he hasn't responded. I don't to mean my like text. two days. I mean like not instantly. Yeah, I guess if you do this, if instantly was like two hours. Email us at harmoniousgentleman at gmail dot com and let us know if you do this. Because I feel like a lot of you probably do. Yeah, no, that makes me feel better. Okay, here's another confession: the Blair Witch Project. Remember Truth that movie? One. Yeah. I had a friend who watched it when he was camping and he like, they had to get a hotel room that night because he was so terrified of it. Hmm. And so I wanted to be all brave and watch it, but I watched the whole thing <laughs> through fast forward, the fast forward function. Yeah. Um, so actually I kind of know you what didn't the, watch pl- the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of know what the plot is, but the whole thing was just, this was when like VHS was a thing. The whole thing was fast forward. So the little blurry lines through it. And I'm like, it wasn't even scary. I don't know what, <laughs> what your problem was, but Tyler, and no one's going to trust any of our recommendations. Ever. Just yeah. reminded me of that. No, I don't lot. recommend the Blair Witch Project. I just claimed it wasn't <laughs> that's that the scary. Way you watch things. Yeah. But honestly, to that friend, like I do not blame you for a second for getting a hotel. There's I, I would defy anyone to watch that movie and camp that night. There's oh, no way. Man. There's no way. No, no. Hmm. Bonus I, confession. I've never seen the movie. Yeah, really. I, I, I mean, and watch school, it on three times speed, and you'll be fine. People thought that it was like a real, a real thing. Like it was not yeah. a movie. This movie, right? really cool marketing for that movie. Yeah, yeah. Just like it was the one of the first ever like found footage sort of. Yeah, I just yeah. did air quotes. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, films. Cool. Well, thank you cool. for your confessions, guys. Um, it does feel better to get that off my chest. Yeah, although I feel funny. awful. 
<laughs> Heidi will be proud of you. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's it. Um, cool. So that's a wrap on our uh, 10th anniversary episode. <laughs> wow. Um, it was great, guys. Prolific. It was fun to record, and thanks to you listeners for listening. Never thought we'd get this far. <laughs> yeah. It's true. I know. We've done more episodes or as many episodes as years of marriage to my actual wife. Wow. Your actual wife? <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are like almost the same. Yeah. Um, Got it. But yeah, thanks for listening, and... As always, we love hearing from you. And I think Graham or Chris, one of you guys are going to talk about a way we can encourage you to participate even more. Well, I like the emails, but I, I would like even more, like some recommendations. So for this episode, when it comes out, um, the first person to email us a movie recommendation will win an actual prize. Whoa. Actual prize. This is the first the for prize. the Harmonious Gentleman. So you'll you'll win a prize from uh, from us if you... I won't see what it is because uh, it is a surprise. Nice. Wow. Right? You win a surprise. Yeah. It is a surprise. Boy, that's bad. But yeah, no, tell us, a, just give us a movie. All right. One that we should watch. That's it. What do you think, Chris? Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. You can't do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I was hoping you for guys a aren't surprise. involved in this. <laughs> kind of the only way I win stuff when I have the <laughs> clear cut first chance at it. Yeah. Anything you want to add to the show, Chris, before you sign uh, no. off here? I, I got nothing. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Well, actually, I uh, oh. I, I actually think it's really cool when like people vape and oh. like smoke like those huge clouds out. Like it looks so cool. It's so it is pretty impressive. Especially if you can like color it somehow. <laughs> oh. <laughs>